Engaging sermons on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. A reading from the Acts of the Apostles. From Paphos, Paul and his companions set sail and arrived at Perga in Pamphylia. But John left them and returned to Jerusalem. They continued on from Perga and reached Antioch in Pisidia. On the Sabbath, they entered this into the synagogue and took their seats. After the reading of the law and the prophets, the synagogue officials sent word to them, My brothers, if one of you has a word of exhortation for the people, please speak. So Paul got up, motioned with his hand, and said, Fellow children of Israel and you others who are God-fearing, listen. The God of this people Israel chose our ancestors and exalted the people during their sojourn in the land of Egypt. With uplifted arm he led them out, and for about forty years he put up with them in the desert. When he had destroyed seven nations in the land of Canaan, he gave them their land as an inheritance at the end of about four hundred and fifty years. After these things, he provided judges up to Samuel the prophet. Then they asked for a king. God gave them Saul, son of Kish, a man from the tribe of Benjamin, for forty years. Then he removed him and raised up David as their king. Of him he testified, I have found David, son of Jesse, a man after my own heart. He will carry out my every wish. From this man's descendants, God, according to his promise, has brought to Israel a Savior, Jesus. John heralded his coming by proclaiming a baptism of repentance to all the people of Israel. And as John was completing his course, he would say, What do you suppose that I am? I am not he. Behold, one is coming after me. I am not worthy to unfasten the sandals of his feet. The word of the Lord. Thanks be to God. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. The favors of the Lord I will sing forever. Through all generations my mouth shall proclaim your faithfulness. For you have said, My kindness is established forever. In heaven you have confirmed your faithfulness. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. I have found David my servant. With my holy oil I have anointed him, that my hand may be always with him, and that my arm may make him strong. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. My faithfulness and my mercy shall be with him. And through my name shall his horn be exalted. He shall say of me, You are my Father, my God, the Rock, my Savior. Forever I will sing the goodness of the Lord. The Lord be with you. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to John. Glory to you, O Lord. When Jesus had washed the disciples' feet, he said to them, Amen, amen, I say to you, no slave is greater than his master, 
nor any messenger greater than the one who sent him. If you understand this, blessed are you if you do it. I am not speaking of all of you. I know those whom I have chosen. But so that the scripture might be fulfilled, the one who ate my food has raised his heel against me. From now on I am telling you before it happens, so that when it happens you may believe that I am. Amen, amen, I say to you, whoever receives the one I send receives me, and whoever receives me receives the one who sent me. The Gospel of the Lord. Praise to you, Lord Jesus Christ. We see reflected here again the sending. The Father sends the Son. The Son sends His apostles and sends all of us by virtue of our baptism and confirmation. He sends us. He assigns us the task. He makes us share the great commission of proclaiming the gospel. And in these readings we've been hearing this week from the Acts of the Apostles, we see a lot of sending going forth, right? These apostles and their co-workers are going from one city to another, preaching the word, establishing the church, encouraging the brothers and sisters, partnering with one another. Some go here, others go there. And this has multiplied and continued throughout not only the centuries, but the millennia of Christianity. It's not just a corporation, a business model. There's a divine sending happening, and that's so crucial to keep front and center in our minds, that when someone is sent to preach the gospel, he has a responsibility, first of all, to proclaim the teaching that has been handed on, not his own. And secondly, Christ is preaching through him. When the church proclaims the gospel, when a preacher announces the word, Christ is literally there preaching his word. The Holy Spirit is there helping the listener to understand, accept, and obey that word, helping the preacher to articulate it faithfully. And Jesus furthermore foretells to his disciples what is going to happen to him. You notice how he says here, I'm telling you before it happens, I will be betrayed by one of you. I will be handed over and crucified. I'm telling you this before it happens, so that when it happens, you won't think, oh, the mission failed. Oh, it didn't go as he had intended. Oh, maybe he's not the Messiah. No, you'll see that my words came true, and then you'll be able to say he knew what was going to happen. Who knows the motives and intentions of the heart? Who knows who is going to betray whom and when and how it's going to happen? Who knows all these things? Only God. He is who he claimed to be. This was not a derailing of the plan. This was the plan. This was not a surprise. He knew it was coming. So Jesus told them in advance and said, I'm strengthening your faith right now. Because when it happens, you'll be tempted to think that something went wrong. No, God is working out his plan. I am the Messiah. And furthermore, in this verse, 
the words I am are capitalized. So Jesus is not only saying, you'll come to know, you'll come to believe, you'll be strengthened in your faith that I'm the Messiah. But he's claiming the title of God, I am. When Moses asked God what is his name, God revealed to him in the burning bush the name Yahweh, I am who am. And Jesus is claiming that name for himself. That's why it's capitalized. It's all in caps here in the, in the passage, that you may come to believe that I am. He would say later, in, in a little bit later in John's Gospel, the same thing. And he had said it earlier as well speaking to the Jews, talking about the fact that before Abraham even came to be, I am, and that when I am lifted up from the earth, you will know that I am. So brothers and sisters, we renew this Easter faith, and we renew our participation in the great sending forth to announce the great I am, to announce that, yes, the fulfillment of all the law and the prophets is, in fact, Jesus, who is life, who is the Messiah, who is risen from the dead, who indeed is God, and who is with us, leading us to life eternal. Amen. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.